Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first 10 minutes of a private conversation between a Tudor personality and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is February 1554 and Queen Mary is on the throne. Jane is a prisoner in the Tower of London and looking for new ways to pass the time, so decides to have lessons to improve her chess game. Uh, my Lady Jane. Come in. We can set up here. I presume we need a table. Thank you. Yes, this is ideal. I must warn you, I know nothing of chess, so we must begin at the beginning. Fine. Are you stuck in here all the time? Oh no. I have the liberty of the tower. I can walk in the garden and on the hill, get some fresh air. I'm glad to hear it. A lot of chess players don't get enough vitamin D. What a lot of pieces. They are so beautifully carved, particularly this one. Between 1475 and 1500, the queen that you have there and the bishop here acquired new moves which made them stronger pieces on the board. A stronger queen? Well, there's a surprise. I'm not surprised that the bishop got in on the action. Chess originated in 6th century India. How exotic. It was initially a field of battle, but the pieces have evolved into representing a royal court instead of an army. A royal court? Yes, so the original pieces were known as the councillor, infantry, cavalry, elephants and chariots. And now? The queen, pawns, knights, bishops and rooks. I see. So it's just for two people to play. You can't play it as an entire family. Correct. Well, there's a relief. The fewer people, the better. There are 16 pieces of six types for each player, as you see here. Yes, I see. Each type moves in a different way, which I'll come to. How does one win? The object is to checkmate. What's that? That is to threaten with inescapable capture the opponent's king. But a game might not end in checkmate. A player might resign or draw. Right. Firstly, can you not use terms like inescapable capture, considering where we are? Oh yes, of course. I'm sorry. How insensitive of me. Forgiven. Carry on. So these horizontal rows are called ranks, and the vertical rows are called files. Goes back to the military origins again. And it's always set up like this, is it? Yes, uh, the rooks are on the outside corners, keeping an eye on things from the edge. Sounds like my mother, Frances. Her mother, Mary, was Henry VIII's sister, always on the edge of the royal court looking in. And then the knights are beside the rooks, protecting, as it were. My mother was excluded from the succession, but we, her three daughters, were considered third, fourth and fifth in line. We could have done with protection like that. And then come the bishops, overseeing the morals of the board, perhaps? Or trying to marry all the pieces off. Uh, yes, why not? My parents wanted the best possible future for me. Of course. They wanted me to marry my cousin Edward, who later became king. I was therefore to become a queen. 
King Edward? Yes. I was named after his mother, Jane, so we were close. I see. Then comes the Queen. She's on the square of the same colour. What does that mean? The White Queen goes on the white square and the Black Queen on the black square, each in their household. I had to join Admiral Seymour's household as his ward when I was ten. Who? Edward's uncle, in return for a loan to my father, as he was in debt. So your parents virtually sold you to Seymour. I mean, he had control of your future for a fee. I hadn't thought of it like that. I suppose so. Let's move on. The king is next to the queen. Now you say it, my parents were very fond of gambling. But I didn't realise they had gambled with me as well. Uh, try not to dwell on it. Uh, forget I said anything. I'm trying, but I think you've opened a door I can't shut now. The pawns are placed in front of all the other pieces you see. Pawns? Yes, uh, not prawn, but pawn. Uh, it has the most complex moves of all the pieces. Hmm. Seymour didn't even look after me. They should have removed me from his care, but they didn't. Um... My father came to visit me once, but now I see that he'd really come to see Seymour. They were discussing what to do with me. So, to get back to the game... My life or chess? Chess. Uh, you have to make a move when it's your turn. You can't skip a move even if moving to a square is detrimental to your side. Tell me about it. Seymour's wife died and then I was completely alone. Seymour offered to take me back to my parents and initially they said yes. You have to move to an empty square on your turn except when you are taking their piece off the board. Hmm. At that point, you're sharing the square and then you take their piece off the board. You see, like this? Right, any piece. You can capture any piece except the king. He can only be put in check. Seymour realised he'd been stupid to agree to send me back. My father wanted me home, so I went. Right. They found me much changed. I was insolent, willful and disobedient. So they said. Do you want me to go through the moves for each piece? Seymour managed to talk my parents round, lent them money. I don't think... I had to come back to London and live with his ageing mother. He started acting very erratically. Um, um, well, the pieces can't act like that, so let's... Started making bids for power. My parents ignored all of this, of course. I was still a bride fit for Edward. The king... He can only move one square in any direction. I'll come on to castling in a moment. Seymour went into the king's apartments and shot his dog. Shot his dog? He was arrested. My father testified against him. Talk about movement in any direction. No one predicted that. Well, you can predict the chess moves. That's kind of the skill in it, really. Seymour was executed. This is the rook. Remember him? He can move any number of squares, horizontally or vertically. Enter the Earl of Warwick, who became the new Lord Protector and the new Duke of Northumberland. Uh, can we... My father became Duke of Suffolk. 
I was now the daughter of a duke and duchess. The bishop can move any number of squares, but only diagonally. But I'm not sure you're listening anymore. Northumberland's plan was that we would remove Lady Mary and Lady Elizabeth from the line of succession and go straight to number three. Me. Um... That's when he decided a marriage between myself and his son would put him in a good position. I was expecting that. My father, of course, went along with it, and we were married. I don't know if he was a bishop, or how he moved. The Queen moves any number of squares in any direction. Probably the freest piece on the board, really. How ironic. When I was told I would have to marry Guildford, I wasn't happy. He was only a fourth son. Jane, can we... I even had to share my wedding day with my sister and Northumberland's daughter. None of the six of us marrying were happy that day. Sorry to hear that, but... Didn't help that Guildford got food poisoning at the banquet afterwards. <sighs> A knight can move in an L pattern. An L pattern? Two squares horizontally and one vertically, or vice versa, and it can jump over other pieces. I mean, it's a horse. I jumped over Mary and Elizabeth. When I found out I was heir to the throne, I was very upset. I got ill. Jane? I said, the crown is not my right and pleases me not. The Lady Mary is the rightful heir. I need to talk about pawns. And you'll need to concentrate, Jane. I am concentrating. A pawn moves straight forward one or two squares, but only if they're empty. They can't move backwards, only forwards. That sounds familiar. I had to submit to their will and be the heir. Did you have to? I had no choice. The people were not happy. I was not a popular option. A pawn can capture differently from how it moves. What do you mean? A pawn can capture an enemy piece on either of the two squares diagonally in front of it. Yes, I see. Mary heard about the death of her brother Edward and instantly sent out a message that I was to be renounced as queen. You can actually promote a pawn, usually to be a queen. I said to Guildford, I have no intention of promoting you to be king once I am queen. I bet that didn't go down well. His parents were furious. His mother told him to stop sleeping in my bed. Um... I mean, that didn't work as a threat. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> sure. But I did draw the line when I heard he was trying to leave, so I sent orders to stop them. Oh dear. I was furious. I was in a terrible marriage and a queenship that I never wanted. So what happened? It was decided that my father should lead my forces to try and capture Mary. Well, that makes sense. He'd be loyal to you. He said he kept fainting and going dizzy so he couldn't do it. I begged him. He refused and stayed at home. Sounds like he wanted a sick note from his mum. London became a very unsafe place for me. Oh dear. Myself and my council were put in the tower and guarded, and then they deserted me one by one. Everyone? Only my parents, my husband, my mother-in-law and my ladies remained with me. 
Everyone else walked away. Oh. Well, they ran. I can still see the scorch marks on the carpet. I should probably point out that any player can resign at any point and concede the game to their opponent. No one told me, of course. The council, I mean. They had never been loyal to me. I was a puppet to them. A pawn. Exactly, a pawn. To be moved about at will. Well, only one or two squares straightforward, technically, but if you were a queen, sure. All over the place. The council went straight to my father, asked him to break the bad news to me. And did he? I was having supper with my husband when he appeared in the royal apartments. I'd like to think my reply was calm, composed, and dignified. What did you say? I took off my robes of state and said, I much more willingly put them off than I put them on. Nice. I'd only been queen for nine days, but that was enough. I said, Father, may I go home? What did he say? He just turned and walked away. It was then I realised that I was not leaving the tower. It was now my prison. You know, tipping over the king can also indicate resignation. I am resigned to my fate. That is enough. What did your parents do? They threw themselves on Mary's mercy. It was their only chance. They left me behind. Dear God, your parents really take the pin. My father was arrested, but because my mother begged, he was released under house arrest. But that's good. How's that? It means that Mary obviously believed that you and your parents weren't to blame, that it was Northumberland's fault. Mary decided to make my parents' marriage invalid and therefore remove my claim to the throne. But that's also great. The Act of Parliament still hasn't gone through. But why was there a trial, then, if you weren't going to be a threat moving forward? Formality? You know, there's a move called the dead position. What's that? It means neither player can win the game by any sequence of moves. It's a stalemate. I can only wish for that. To remain in prison for the rest of my life. What happened at the trial? I wasn't allowed to call any witnesses, and no one was allowed to speak in my defence. But why? Because it was a case of treason. I couldn't even speak in my own defence. I didn't have time to prepare one anyway. So what did you plead? Guilty. I told Mary I had been manipulated, but the fact is that I shouldn't have accepted the crown. But... I'm ashamed that I should beg to be pardoned. And what's happened with your father? Oh, he's placated Mary by telling her he's decided to become Catholic, so she's happy. She gave him a pardon. He's still not happy, though. He's been excluded from a place in the government. Well, of course. How can he expect... He's been talking to Sir Thomas Wyatt. He's a traitor, and traitors don't get pardoned twice. But what does that mean for you? Well, it doesn't look good. If he's a traitor... I will be considered one as well. If he dies, I die. Jane, I don't want you to dwell on it any more. That's easy for you to say. Look, if chess is the thing that will keep you occupied while you're here, then so be it. Thank you. So, shall we play? But I don't think that you've been listening to what I've been saying. I have. And I have an excellent memory.
You're very good, Jane. You've certainly understood the point of the game. Like this, you mean? Checkmate. Yes, exactly. Bugger. Next time, it's William Cecil and the Coat of Arms. Ooh, how much does that cost? The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Since 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact check what you've heard on this person, visit our website losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Since79P and use the hashtag Lost Tapes of History. <laughs>